0: Hello and welcome to therapy. I wanted to follow up on a recent episode related to how I had carbon monoxide poisoning and just the overall effects, but not in a way, not to just talk about like oh, my head hurts, or this hurts, or that hurts. That's not really where I wanted to take this. I wanted to apply it to how it impacts my day-to-day life, which includes work. And I had some long conversations at work throughout the week, and they were quite candid, quite candid, And the one that's on my mind is a meeting that I had with my supervisor. And I was so reluctant to have that meeting because I didn't know how emotional I would get. And one thing I found, or at least one thing that I realized going into it, maybe it's because of the podcast, maybe because of the work that I put in, but I'm not as um, reactionary or, or emotional as I used to be. And I mean that in a good way. I could maybe blame the depression for all of the times that I, you know, literally bawled my eyes out at other jobs, at previous jobs where I literally couldn't gather myself to do my job. I'd literally, literally be at my desk crying on a regular basis. And cut to now when it's something pretty significant, pretty somber, and I could, I could feel a little bit of tears, kinda like I could feel my eyes getting watery. But it wasn't that rush of emotion. I still felt like I was under control. But nonetheless, I I met with my manager and we spoke. Or should I say I spoke? And I felt like... How should I say this? I wasn't relieved when I left that conversation. We spoke for a long time, over an hour. And one of the things that we spoke with, I'll just kind of go through that conversation. One of the things that we spoke with was having, making sure my voice is heard. Making sure my voice is heard. Because in previous roles, I have felt like other people have spoken for me. Other people have expressed how they think I feel or how they think I took something. And I've seen that as so detrimental to my career and to my overall morale but in previous times i did nothing i um what do they say about if it if it let it if it doesn't apply let it fly or things like that don't you know don't give it attention if it's not true in previous times i i believed at least i believed That my manager would be smart enough to overlook um, any naysayers or they would at least be forthcoming to ask me. At least. I mean, even if you are, you know, not sure about what you're hearing, you could at least be forthcoming and ask me. I would think that that's not a lot to ask, but clearly it was. And so when I got into this role that I'm at in a new job, I made it my business. I made that a priority for myself that I'm not going to allow anyone to speak for me. Even if that means disrupting the the status quo, I'm going to step in and make my voice heard. And I will share... Um, I, I, maybe, maybe another day I'll share a pre, a previous example of that. But for now, the example that I'm currently dealing with is the things that I do for work are very, very specific, very tedious, very methodical stuff. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Someone else, it would be like, oh my God, what's going on? You have to really love what we do in order to do it. Anyone else would gladly be like, ah, no thanks, I'm good. It's no different from someone who you know, works with kids. You have to really like working with kids or else you're going to be like, nope, can't do it. So it's, it takes a really, um, you really have to enjoy the kind of work we do as with anything but there's always this sentiment whether it's said in jest whether it is implied there's always this sentiment that everything's everything's prefaced with oh you know we know this isn't ideals an ideal situation or we know people don't really like it or we know you know if you had to do it's something you have to do. It's always preference in a way that is negative. And I called out my, my um, manager about this because how can I say this? Those of us that are in the role that do that job every day is one thing. But we also have people who may step in temporarily or maybe they have some downtime and they'll come in and help us as well. And often it's not something that they care to do. It's just to fill their time. And so, yeah, you're going to have a lot of moaning and groaning and complaining, but don't impose their beliefs onto me and how they feel about what we do every day. I don't feel the same way. So don't imply that I do. Because what happens is, and I learned this from previous experience, what happens is once it, once the, if you allow the lie to continue, it can, it can impact future opportunities. Let's just put it that way. Let's just put it that way. And so, for example, if my manager is talking to another manager, and they say, Oh, we think that they would be, we we think that they would be great doing this. Well, if my manager only, if my manager thinks I don't like what I do, they're going to pass that information on to the next person. And maybe that person felt, oh, I thought they would be a good fit. But now that you tell me they, you know, they don't really like what they're doing. I wouldn't want to promote them to do more of that. So I guess not and i don't want that to happen so it's, it takes me actually speaking up and letting them know i actually enjoy this and and by the way and i and i said this to my manager by the way i enjoy it so much that i do this for an additional 2 to 4 hours after work every day almost so I just wanted to make it clear to my to my manager how I felt about my role before the opinions of others seeped in. Another thing, um and those of you obviously there's many people out there that also um You know, it's a typical nine-to-five corporate kind of role. A lot of people out there work in these kind of roles. And one of the things, I don't want to call it a trick, but I would consider it a tactic. One of the things that I find that I caught, and once again, I'm wiser and smarter about it and experience. One of the things I noticed as well that happens very often is what you say is twisted and interpreted, uh, twisted and misinterpreted, often on purpose. And so what I will do, I don't want this particular episode to get too long. So I will talk about that in the next episode as far as uh, people putting words in your mouth, because that's also another issue. So it's, speaking, um, people speaking for me, but then people also, people putting words in my mouth as well. And so it's a, it's a very interesting thing that I would like to break down a little bit further, but I will do that on the next episode. And as always, thank you for listening.